こんにちは皆さん。ビジネス・サクセス・ジャパンのポッドキャストへようこそ。Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Business Success Japan podcast.This is your host, Lydia Buchelman.My main goal here is to create an easily accessible resource for those who want to develop Japan-specific communication skills, especially in business. While I can't and won't promise to make you fluent in Japanese, I hope that you will walk away from each episode with a skill, piece of information, or shift in mindset that will help you be more effective in your interactions with Japanese business people. Today, we'll be continuing our mini series on surviving your time in Japan. Again, I do suggest downloading these episodes to listen to on your next flight over to Japan so that the information is fresh in your mind and you can focus your mental energy on your real reasons for coming over to the country. Let's quickly review last episode's phrase, which was saying good morning in Japanese. Ohayo gozaimasu. Ohayo gozaimasu. Ohayo gozaimasu. Today, we'll learn the phrase for asking where something is. Since it's a complete sentence, there is some grammar involved, so I'll do my best to explain it clearly. Be sure to check the description of this episode if it's more helpful for you to see the structure written out. The structure is to first say the item or place that you are looking for, followed by the topic marking particle wa, then the phrase doko desu ka, which just means Where is? I'll show you a few simple examples. Repeat after me if you can. Hoteru means hotel. So if you're trying to find the hotel, you can ask, Hoteru wa doko desu ka? Hoteru wa doko desu ka? Hoteru wa doko desu ka? Toire means bathroom, so if you are looking for the bathroom, you can say Toire wa doko desu ka? Toire wa doko desu ka? Toire wa doko desu ka? Speaking of toilets, there are a few things I want to let you know about them ahead of time. While there will usually be a Western toilet available, I have to warn you that you may encounter a more traditionally Japanese type that requires squatting. I'll spare you the experience of having someone try to verbally explain to you how they work for now, but if you'd like to be prepared, I encourage you to look up how to use them before you leave for Japan, just to be on the safe side. But on the other extreme, you will find toilets that are almost futuristic. They may open for you, have heated seats, play music for privacy, deodorize, or include a bidet function. But I recommend you find the stop button before you start pushing any other ones, just in case you choose one that you didn't actually want by accident. Many public bathrooms don't provide paper towels or hand dryers, so Japanese people frequently carry handkerchiefs with them to dry their hands, and you may want to do the same. Also, I just wanted to briefly mention that Japan uses the metric system for most things. So, if you're used to the imperial system of measurement, such as miles, pounds, Fahrenheit, and so on, it may be helpful to have a conversion table on hand or just look it up as needed. And now, let's talk a little bit about crime in Japan. As I mentioned in the previous episode, Japan has a notoriously low crime rate. This applies to both violent and nonviolent crime. 
Gun ownership is extremely low in Japan, and gun-related homicides are very rare. Petty crime is also uncommon, though it can go up slightly in large cities and more touristy areas. However, in my experience, I felt just as comfortable leaving my things unattended for a few minutes in a cafe in the heart of Tokyo as I do in my small American hometown. So as long as you are careful and attentive, you shouldn't have to actively worry about being robbed. But as with any area, you will want to be especially careful in situations where you are vulnerable. This includes drinking alone, especially if you are in a more touristy area of a large city, and if you are a woman. Another issue that women in particular should be aware of is people taking inappropriate pictures or upskirt shots. Just be mindful of your surroundings, especially on escalators or in public transportation. Unfortunately, groping is also a relatively big problem in Japan, especially in the overcrowded trains that you would encounter during a rush hour in Tokyo. The government has tried to address this with designated cars for women only during rush hour. As a side note, men need to be careful not to ride the women-only cars during those specific times, as that's a good way to get glares from literally every other person on board. The government and transportation companies are testing various ways of alerting people when these incidents occur, but they have so far had limited effect. But please don't let these issues make you feel unsafe in Japan. It's still pretty much the safest country in the world for a woman to travel alone, particularly when it comes to life-threatening situations. And men, being aware of these issues can help you ensure the safety of the women you are traveling with, so do your best to be prepared and aware so that you can speak up. However, if you do find yourself the victim of a crime, you can visit a police box, which is basically just a small police station designated for a certain neighborhood. If someone finds a lost item, they will often bring it here. More often than not, even cash will be returned to the lost and found, so it's almost always worth checking before giving up on a lost item. You can also visit a police box if you need directions or other assistance. Officers typically won't be able to speak English, but they will do their best to help. They more often than not know the local area pretty well, too. So, you can even use the phrase we learned today, place, wa, doko desu ka, to ask where something is. But if you don't feel comfortable asking in Japanese, speak slowly and write your question clearly in plain English. In fact, I recommend writing it out anyway. Because of how the education system is structured, the average Japanese person is often better at reading and writing in English than speaking and listening. Just stick to simple grammar and vocabulary, and you will often be able to communicate just fine with that method. Just remember to thank them by saying, Arigato gozaimasu, after they help you. And that's all I have for you today. Remember, the more you learn, the more confident you will become as you explore what Japan has to offer you. So, if you found the information here today useful, I hope that you will subscribe for more Japanese language and cultural guidance. And if you enjoy the podcast and want to hear more content in the future, please consider leaving a review. It really helps other people find the show. And of course, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions for future episodes, or anything else, please email me at businesssuccessjapan at gmail.com. It's the name of the show, all one word, all lowercase, with at gmail.com at the end. Until next time, mata kondo. Thank you.